I'm Bart Dango, and you're listening to Furry Palm Beach uh, here on Subculture Radio. It is a wonderful Sunday evening as uh, the revelers on Clematis Street and elsewhere in the county just get together to have a wonderful night. And um, I'm here in the DJ booth, uh, just hanging out. Uh, I got my buddy. Uh, I got the. I got my buddy Josh the Pup in here with me. And uh, we are going to have a good show. We're going to be talking about local furry events. And uh, yes, very excited to talk about this because this is a subject that I deal with quite a lot. Um, How we host them, what we tend to do, where we go. Oh, yeah. No, there's all kinds of stuff. You've probably seen us out on Clematis Street uh, and uh, and down in Lake Worth. Uh, Well, we're going to talk about what we're doing and why we're doing it. Now, we've talked about the furry fandom at length before. It's uh, generally a uh, a group of art communities with, uh, with some, uh, you know, some themes as far as, um, some themes, some, some, some universal themes within, within the, uh, within the communities, uh, usually, um, Usually transhumanist, uh, anthropomorphic uh, is is essentially the order of the day. But we do have we do have some cyborgs. We do have some um, some some different like uh, stuff that that you wouldn't think about in the fandom. Um, and then of course there's there's some of the um, some of the mythical creatures. We have what are called scalies. Obviously, we could go on. Um, I, I do. I do want to give a little bit of a preface for anybody who's uh, just joining us. You, you guys have missed uh, the previous shows uh, and uh, and are kind of like, "Well, what is this? This is Furry Palm Beach, and we talk about the furry subculture uh, at large, but also uh, in the Palm Beaches." Uh, the um, the group that I'm in is West Palm Furs, and we are a fraternal organization um, that uh, essentially is uh, just just uh, just. Uh, those furries here in our area just getting together. Uh, it's a it's a fraternity, if you will, and 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 a good and a good uh, good group, good family. Um, so yeah, I'm here. I'm here uh, with uh, with my buddy Josh the pup. Josh, hello, hello. How's it going, bud? Everything is great. Great having a wonderful night. <laughs> That's good. It's good. Uh, uh, getting. Getting ready for the week to come. Oh my God! You know it is amazing how fast the year goes. It really is. Um, I, I I really just don't know where the time goes. It's already September, and um, like there's just there's just not enough days. There's not enough days to do <laughs> to do everything. Oh my. Oh. Um. But yeah, uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think about where where we begin for tonight's topic. Um, a lot of times we meander, so um, feel free feel free in the chat to poke me if I start to go off on a tangent, also known as Bark Soapbox. Uh, I will I will announce it if I'm going to do it, but sometimes it happens organically, and uh, I do I do apologize, apa apologize for that. <laughs> No, nobody. Oh well, it was worth it. Was worth a shot. <laughs> I can I can literally hear my buddy Josh's eyes rolling right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, um, as always, uh, the DJ booth is open. We will ha- probably have people popping in and out throughout the night. Um, I am, uh, let's see, I've got, uh, I've got, uh, I, I'm, I know there's somebody that wanted to pop in, maybe, um, but, um, let, let me knew when you, if you get in, cause I gotta, I gotta, I gotta like grant people permissions. Um, Because it's a community group. Yeah, we have a Discord server. We have a Telegram chat. Um, we're out. We're out. Uh, we're out uh, downtown all the time. Um, if you see us, say hi. Um, we're always happy. We're always happy to hang with with uh, with, with people if they're cool. And uh, I do not mind questions. So, like, if you are if you are listening to the show and you have burning questions that, uh, that I guess can't be answered during the course of a show, like, we do have the, t- oh, sorry, we do have, um, we do have our topics, but, like, I'm, I'm more than happy to field a question from chat or, um, you know, uh, reach out to me on social media, I've got, I've got my, uh, I got my Twitter, uh, which is, uh, at Bark Dango, that's, uh, B-A-R-K-D-A-N-G-O, um, and, uh, yeah, and then Dango was his name, oh. Uh, I'm also on Instagram. On Instagram as well, you can you can uh, you can get a hold of me uh, there, uh, and uh, I will absolutely answer your question on air if we're on air. If not, I'll I'll uh, I've 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 message you with text. That is what I will do, and then your question will be answered, and the curiosity will be sated. That is what happens. What am I doing? I don't even know. Um, so, that being said, what do furries do in their spare time? Oh. A lot of craziness. Yeah. Be- be- nonsense. Yeah, besides housework. <laughs> besides, besides the maintenance of us. It's a lot of work. It is. It is a lot of work. Like my place, my place is upside down right now because I got a fursuit commission, and that's all I'm doing. Um, but uh, but we're not talking about that tonight. Although I do, I do want to get back on that subject. We talked about it briefly. Um, we were talking about crafts the other day, and um, we will we will touch on that. I I I hope to get some uh, some some work in progresses um, shot out um, for this um, for this tale. So. I will have to post that to my um, to my uh, social media, and you guys can can take a look. It's a snow leopard tail. Um, for those of you who didn't uh, hear uh, last week's show, um, yes. Yeah, so we mainly go eat together, and that's the show. Everybody, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it simple and short. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, look at the time. Look at the time. It's only it's only fifth. It's only about thirteen minutes into the show, and we're already done. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Bark. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, you'll see. You'll see us. You'll see us breaking bread in a lot of different places uh, in the county. You'll see. You'll see uh, furry bowling. That's always fun. Um, getting getting together at some of the different arcades. Uh, a lot of times, it's no different than any other. It's no different than any other, you know, uh, 
I guess a fraternal organization trying to do events, you know, um, dinners, bowling, uh, video game meetups. Um, sometimes we'll go, we'll go picnic in the park. I mean, we really, really haven't done that in a long time, but we do, we do do that occasionally. Um, especially, especially during the summer, dear God, is it hot down here in South Florida? For anybody who's yeah. listening from West Palm, yeah. Yes, it is, because especially if you're wearing a suit, oh my goodness. Oh no, yeah, like like fursuiting. Fursuiting is a winter activity here, here, in, here in sunny South Florida. Weirdly enough, we have a furry convention in August in Orlando. I just, I just want you to think about that for a minute. I'll, I'll wait. I'll be eating my sandwich. Just let that sink in. A furry convention in Orlando in the heat of the inside of the state in August. I'm doing the math. I'm also using this as an excuse to take a bite. <laughs> It's not fun. Long story short, it is not fun. A lot of air conditioning, that's right. That's what you have to have, a lot of air conditioning. I know, but have you been to that hotel? The new one, no, I have not been. I have not been to the new one either. But um, I've been to the old ones, but either regardless, if you're wearing any kind of suit, (laughs) it is detrimental that you have some escape from that heat, from Mm -hmm. that Florida heat. Yeah, no, it is, it is, it is, uh, you cook, you cook normally. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. But yeah, um, there are two types of furry meetups. Is that correct? I would say I would well, say I would say there are about two types of furry meetups. It, it all depends on how you break it down, because yeah. they could be two. The events could be broken up into many things. It really yeah. depends on what kind of events are you having. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but generally we have art events, we have uh, play dates. Okay, so uh, yeah, they could be broken down in like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also other types of events. We have um, obviously we are no we are no we are no we we do not shy away from talking about adult topics here on the show. Um, we do have adult furry events. Those things happen. There are kink events. There are uh, late night. There are late night like uh, like like dance party uh, dance party downtown kind of stuff that we that we do as a group, um, and you'll see us out there getting get getting our dance on with our uh, getting our dance on in fur. That is uh, absolutely a thing that happens. Generally speaking, though, those are smaller events, um, except for maybe the kink events. The kink events are can can be really huge. Like you can have a fairly large group going to something like that. But um, 
like um, as far as our official events, our actual community events. Oh, well, those are just like open to to anyone. Yeah, like, they are. If 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 they want to, you know, just gander and see what the community is up to, talk mm-hmm. to talk to people, ask questions. Um, most of the times, everybody's just going to be, you know, just trying to have a good time, acting goofy, you know, being themselves in, on, on or without uh, a suit. You know, some yeah. of us. Only 30% of, of furries have suits. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, some do, some don't. Like, it all depends. Yeah. But it opens up the door to have, for the, have the public to talk to people and engage. And yeah. it is, you know, the only the only downside I would say is that when people have questions and they do not ask to actually you know ask and be curious and to engage mm-hmm. you know engaging yep. you know something different, something new and asking questions without passing judgment and getting you know of you know thinking of something that it's not quite what they think just because, you know, they're not, they're just hearing something or they find it weird. Yeah. But the community is amazing. You have a lot of great people, you know, yeah, a lot of people that will be happy to answer any questions to their best of their abilities and to just simply have a good time. That's oh, yeah. what it's all about. We're, we're used to, we're used to being ambassadors because people just don't quite get it. But, um, you know, when we, when, when you, when you try to, when you condense it down into, 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 uh, uh more digestible terms, people start to go, oh, okay. Um, well, but yeah, no, that's... we get, we get a lot of people who, um, who are either just curious about us and they want to hang, uh, to people who are doing anthropological and, um, and, and, uh, uh, uh cultural studies to, uh, to psychologists, uh, wondering what is this phenomena? Because there is a huge transhuman element uh, uh, in our in our fandom, and people are different than your regular—I don't want to say regular, but your 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 more your more conventional uh, human being who doesn't have an animal persona or or identifies as a Therian or other kin. I actually believe that everybody has some kind of little bit of animal persona within themselves because at the end of the day when you connect to something when you can just let go you know you found something a lot of and a lot of people that's how they get into the actual community they start off with something small and then they realize that you know that part of them you know likes dressing up it's just like cosplay you know yeah. you have the ability to be something different you know Something more than just interacting with with yourself. You can connect to something deeper within yourself. Mm-hmm. I do want to apologize in advance. There is a, um, I think, a fire truck outside, like passing by. Okay, they're gone. But no, yeah, no, it's a, it's a huge. It is a huge like um, like people make make us out to be more m- more of a thing than we might necessarily be like um, 
which is which is true because we are we are very um how do I put this uh we are art we are artistic and eclectic people and so that comes off uh in a way that makes us um bigger you know bigger seeming yeah i think i think that's probably the best way to um to to explain that is is that essentially our um our groups are 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 no no different than any other than any other fraternity we just have a specific theme now individually that's a different story and we've touched on that in different events in different in, in different programs um as far as how people identify um the deep personal the deep personal meanings of what being a furry is to an individual person um some people are in it for the art some people are in it for uh the the identity they they are i i'm i'm a person who identifies um as as and it's kind of weird to say I'm bi-species, so I have, I, I'm 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 a dog sometimes, I'm a cat sometimes. Usually I'm a little bit of both. It's kind of complicated. I'm, I'm not gonna pretend like it's, uh, it's. I'm not gonna pretend like I understand it because I actually don't. Like like people are like, well, so what's that mean? I say I, I I'll tell you what I figure it out. <laughs> it's complicated. It is. It is. It is. Uh, identity identity is tough as as our. As our brethren in the queer and trans spaces can tell you, like, like, like people, 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 um, people do not understand, and they're like, they're they're like, well, why can't you define yourselves? It's like because we're still figuring it out. Well, it's there's there's never going to be a clear definition because it's not it's not something it's you deep, could write that on paper. No, it's deeply personal. It's it's, it's complicated. Yeah. It's something that it's really hard to put in in words. Sometimes, sometimes words don't do it. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta go. Arf! Yes. Yep. A thousand words can be a thousand words can be condensed into one bark or one meow. <laughs> that is a mood. So, um. As far as furry events go, our art events, um, you'll find you'll find that we'll get together um, either at the art uh, at the uh, at the art events on Thursday on Clamata Street. You'll find that we get together at different at different things, um, and we're 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 really we're really doubling down on the artistic aspect of our community. We have a lot of artists who draw, who sing, and we're doing different things uh, in order in order to in order to support those artists. Um, um, I, I recently had a Tiny Gear concert um, over at uh, the Lilo's Library, and a bunch of a bunch of uh, a bunch of the pack came out um, and, and came to support me. And uh, and I'm, I'm you know, just as a person that is that is um, that is uh, uh, just uh, yeah, like like I feel I feel I feel beloved because um, because it's one thing. It's one thing when you get together to hang, but it's another thing entirely when people come out to to see you do your your creativity and that that on a deeply personal level like like oof like that that's that's and you know we'll we'll come out we'll come out to support our artists who go who go do things at the artist alley um 
I've got I've got to go down and I got to go down and visit Chi Chi, um, who who sometimes joins our show uh, down at the um, at the flea market. Uh, they have their art there. They have a little stand, and um, I really got to come down there and just just represent because Chi Chi works down there, and and they also have their little stand. So that's really cool. Um, we should we should all get together and and, and just and just like just show up. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be nice. Yep. And you know, just like you know, just overrun the place. <laughs> we do that for... sometimes to to places. Like we will show up at a place uh, unannounced. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Like we we make reservations, we make sure, but a lot of times we'll just we'll just get together and we'll end up somewhere. And it isn't it isn't necessarily that you know. Like it's like any other group of you know ten twelve people showing up at a restaurant or a place like you know th- these places are 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 expecting groups to come together uh, at times um, and a little you know the flea market the flea market can ad- can accommodate a group of twelve just walking around that's not a big deal um, it's kind of funny because like our 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 numbers can shift wildly we could have we could have a meet up with five people or you know the entire county will come out. And you'll have a meetup with with a hundred furries. Trust me, when we're doing one of those, we we plan in advance and we make reservations because <laughs> that that would be insane. Hmm. One thing that you'll see is large regional events. There was an event um, that. Um, I don't think they've done it anymore, but they used to do it. It was called Fursonification. It was a beach meetup. And they used to have one of the one of the um one of the pavilions, and I forget which beach it is. I think it's John U. Lloyd. Um and essentially um part beach meetup, part like um picnic, part a uh, little mini furcon. Those large regional events will serve, uh, you know, three, four counties, and people will come come from other places just because you know that's <laughs> we tend to multiply, and uh, and and people love to come out for different events because uh, because each event is different. You know, you you have you have everything from our small events to furry conventions, which is something that we really need to talk about. We we really should talk about conventions. I feel like that may be, I don't know. Um, I feel like with two hours, we probably we'll probably get there. I do want to focus on local events at first, um, and we're we're probably we're probably due for a break. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take uh, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna play some rhythm bastard, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back in a, just a little bit. Who wants some space tambourine? Do you want some space tambourine, uh, Josh? Not quite sure what that is, but sure, I'll take it. It's a tambourine in space. Uh, I'll, I'll play the song now. You're listening to Furry Palm Beach on Subculture Radio. You cannot tune me, machine, for I am Space Tambourine. Sacrifice. Why? 
yeah! Space tambourine! <laughs> so, Ninja walks across the street and gets hit by a car. Turns out, it's a short bus. You get the joke? Space what? tambourine. I don't even know what... I don't even know right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that was Rhythm Bastard, uh, one of our furry, one of our, one of our local furs with, um, with Space Tambourine. And let me tell you, Rhythm is good, but I, I feel like, I feel like that song is just Rhythm, Rhythm just trying to be as obnoxious as possible on stage for six minutes. <laughs> cause, cause of course. You grab a tambourine, you turn the reverb up, and you desync the synthesizers just a little bit. And you got space. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I need a minute. But yeah. Um, one, one thing... I guess I guess shameless plug. Um, we are doing we are looking for new events to do uh, in our local furry community. So if anybody's listening and they want to partner with us to do some fun stuff, if you have a group that you want to like uh, get together with us and just you kind of you kind of were planning something, but you need you need you need um, you need more people. I need uh, you must construct additional pylons. Um, feel free to hit feel free to hit me up. I do org- I do organization for our group. We're we're always looking for more fun stuff to do. Um, I feel like I've lost my train of thought. I also have a Werther's original in my mouth, which is probably not a good call right before you go back on air. Help me, OB Josh Kenobi. You're my only hope. I'm still trying to recover from space tambourine. <laughs> it, 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 it is interesting. It, it's interesting. Um, Very interesting. Rhythm, Rhythm Bastard like, is one of my favorite people. Um, I've been wanting to get together with them to jam, and we're going to do it. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, let, let me let me let me let him know we're thinking about it. To, we're thinking about him. Yeah, love that guy. Anyway, where was I? Yes. Uh, so yeah, local events range from the. Most, um, more basic, more, more kind of like your usual, like getting, get, getting together at the arcade, um, having dinner. Sometimes we get together as a group to watch a movie premiere or whatever, which reminds me, I got to go see Thor Love and Thunder. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to like, um, do a little driving so that I don't, so that the ticket is budget neutral. <laughs> um, no. Cause, um, cause I love the Thor movies. Uh, um, uh, they, they, I, I like the serious ones well enough, but, um, but the, but the, um, uh, Thor Ragnarok was, 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 was my jam. So I, I want to see what they do with this one. Also, are we going to get a Loki in this movie? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. 
No, I'm, no, nobody spoil it for me. Nobody spoil it for me. I could probably just look. Anyway, then we have, so we've talked about our art events. We've talked about more general type of things. Now we need to talk about furry specific events, um, things that really only furries do. Hmm. Be amazing. Oh, yeah, well, thank you. Um, but I, fe- I feel like we need to quantify it a little bit more than that. Um, obviously, we have fursuiting events, and we'll do fursuiting at, at some of our other events. But generally speaking, fursuiting is kind of a thing that requires a lot of setup work. So when we want to do a fursuiting event where we are fursuiting somewhere, first of all, we have to make sure we have permission. Because um, a lot of places, and even with the pandemic now that people are like, you know, uh, masks are okay now, people are still a little bit weird about the fursuit heads because they can't see your face. So we always have to preface, hey, we're coming in, we have fursuiters, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, so that people know we're coming. Um and uh, hold up a second. I've got to. Um, I've got to forward the. Uh... The YouTube. There we go. Anyway. Where was I? Oh, yes. Yeah, fursuiting requires a lot of setup work. So essentially, we have to have our fursuiters. Then we have to have people who are essentially helping helping hydrate, helping keep us out of danger. Um, fursuiters generally need handlers, um, particularly for certain fursuits. It's rough. Rough. Oh, you know what that means. Where's that sound? There we go. It is the furry pun of the night. Thank you. Thank you for playing. (laughs) No. Ouch. I'm, I'm I, like it's crickets over here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'll show myself out. But yeah, uh, first shooting, first shooting. Also, we need minders just to keep people from like, because a lot, a lot of time when we're when we're when we're being furry in a in a more general environment, um. People, people don't understand that, uh, no, it's not a giant stuffed animal. There's a person in there. Don't touch. <laughs> don't touch. Ask for permission to, ask for permission for hugs. Like, if you want to take a photo, you know, ask for permission. We're, uh, a lot of fursuiters are more than happy to, 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 to get together with people to pose and stuff. Um, to a limit. 
obviously, like, if we got to get somewhere, that's a different story. But, like, generally speaking, you're out fursuiting. And until you hit that, until you hit that, I need to hydrate. Um, you're okay. Josh, have you ever fursuited? I've tried. I've tried them on, just like other people's, but I've, like, it's not technically nothing that I'm particularly fond of. Yeah. They, some of them are I, also really hot. Yeah, that's kind of, the, that's kind of like, the thing. Like, I'll, I have in mind to have, like, somewhere a partial in the future, but mm. it's just going to be something, like, like, too much, too hot. Yeah, if I can I, recommend a... A 3D printed head with an active cooling system. Yeah, but um, I I I like to you know feel nice, cold, and fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it, it's something like I said, like it. It really depends. Like you're like a you're uh, like a human Mentos. <laughs> it, if I have to, you know, if I find something where at an event where I feel like I should do something like that, then I'll do it. Perfect. But it's it's a lot of work. Like, it is a lot of work. I, I, uh, a lot of people think it's just putting on a suit and just you know walking around, and that's what I realize. That's why you know a lot of times you know you need to ask to before you touch or you do anything because um, some of them um, we can't see. You know, some some furs <laughs> make their own. Some furs buy, and at the end of the day, you know. You're squeezing somebody that's already hot and making them warm, even more warmer. Yeah, but on top of that, like, we just cannot see. Oh, yeah, apart from that, you know, you may have your blind spot and yeah. gets, you know, feel uncomfortable, scared, you know, threatened. You know, you don't know what's coming behind you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you, 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 if you suit, you always have to have kind of a handler nearby or somebody yeah. close by. You got to make sure you got to make sure that 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 you're not you're, you're, you're not like if, if, if you're looking, if you're standing directly in front of a furry uh, in a fursuit, odds are they may might not see you. If you're standing directly behind or to the sides of a or to or to the rear sides of a furry in a fursuit, you may not. They may not see you more than likely. They won't see you. Now there is a little bit of a there is a little bit of a of a gap where 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 that where they might be able to see you, but you got to make sure like that you're that you are approaching you are approaching and not uh, and making sure that you're being seen and heard, um, uh, so that you're not you know frightening the poor people. I, I don't know. I guess I guess that's the best way to put that. Oh yeah, like if you have somebody come sneaking up behind you, trying to give you a hug just because they're excited, and you don't know what's coming, what's, oh, yeah, what's happening, gonna, you know, it's gonna give you a course, shock. That's gonna, it's gonna give you a shock, and it's gonna make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, yeah, you know, it's it's fun. I I I have to admit, it is fun. You know, being able to play and and be the character that you created yeah. and you are representing. Yeah. Uh, whether you're in fursuit or not. So, like, essentially, like, some furries have a persona. Some furries, they are the, they are the persona. They are the person or the, or the thing. For example, I am a Therian. I identify. Um, and also, my two characters are not, um, are not, like, different characters. They're me. 
they're both aspects of me, very deeply, very deeply connected. Like essentially, um, extensions of yourself. Yeah. Um, I, and, and, and I've chosen two different names for the two different artworks, but essentially both names represent me. Yeah. This is just branding at that point, to be fair. Well, yeah, like it, it's, it's, it's all about the, the headspace, the, 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 how the connectivity you have with your Sona. That, that's what I was saying earlier that in my opinion, Mostly everybody has some connection to it. It's just them discovering or not discovering. Because at some point, you know, as growing up or something, you uh, you identify with with some kind of pet or animal that you like, and some you know can build a better connection, and others mm-hmm. you know just don't. Yeah. But you, I've seen I, I've seen people that are not part of the fandom and they slowly come into the fandom because they they could start connecting they start seeing how they how other furries can be themselves can not be weighed down by by you know by anything so they start slowly merging in they start off with little ears and yeah. a tail next thing you know they're full-blown fursuiters and they're enjoying the cons events talking to people especially if you have like social anxiety this helps a lot for some mm-hmm. it's true um and and that's that's the thing is that we have our own we are we have our own etiquettes our own our own culture um we're very different in that way so very furry specific things uh are very furry specific events um I was gonna say pup play, but uh, or pet play, but um, at least that's the that's in the we're 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 gonna get into that in a minute because we're gonna talk about adult adult events. Um, oh god, um, what am I thinking? Uh, what what else? What else? What else can we say is furry specific in terms of events that we organize? Well, the um, the furry fandom has basically has, there's a lot of lingo and a lot of terminology that goes mm-hmm. into the fandom itself, and you know. If you're someone that is coming into it, you know you're you're merging to it. You start learning them, you know slowly. Yeah. You know different terms. You know different little quirks that most of people have, like you know having a a little bark here or a little growl there, or things that you do without really noticing, just because you've been around the community for so long. You know, it doesn't affect everybody, but for for most, you know, every once in a while, it will happen. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, our our community our community is very accepting, and um, a lot of people find that they that they that that uh, that that they that they like discover their inner animal when they're hanging out with us. We've talked to so many people downtown that it's just like, what? Oh yeah. <laughs> I do do that. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, like the fandom is so much entwined with art that just you know doing anything it's basically just an an artistic expression. Oh yeah. You know. Oh, a I lot mean... of time, like a lot of the times most furries they start crafting, they start doing things just to, you know, 
trying to get their ideas on paper and oh, yeah. from from paper to reality. So it, it's all they about start, the artistic expression. Yeah, they start creating that. That's why this community is it's so heavily based on on crafting and art and being artistic because as soon as you merge yourself into it there is no kind of like oh i'm a furry but i'm not an artist no you you go you roll into it because even if you don't have if if you're not doing any major crap you're thinking about how you're going to create your character what aspects does your character have well how do you connect with that character and you know you slowly merge into it and you, you know, at least that part of your creativity. Um, anthropomorphism is a great vehicle for, um, for, for exploring uh, uh, Art, the artistic side. Yeah, yeah, your artistic side, but also, also um, as as social commentary and as commentary on the human on the human condition. Transhumanist transhumanism as as a movement, both as an art movement and and as a cultural movement. Um, uh, of which furries are tangential to, but but part of, um, essentially is not a is not a movement that is about that is about you know yes yes the 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 thought is that we are surpassing humanity as it currently exists because of because of the way that that um, that we have we have essentially liberated ourselves from the physical form and from the human form. However, it at its core is a human movement, is a movement about humanity and what makes us um compassionate and um and 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 intelligent creatures. Um what 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 is unique to us um so you're a lot of times you're saying we we say we're transhumanist, and that is that is absolutely true. Um, but then within that movement, there is also a very big humanist. I don't, don't want to say I don't want to say humanist until I, unless I have the definition correct. Humanist. Um, yes, a strong humanist core. Um, having, and I'll, I'll just read the definition, a person having a strong interest, uh, or concern for human welfare, values, and dignity. I, I, as a musician who is very much part of the humanities, art, artists are, art, art is a humanity, um, and, um, and artists are very tied to humanism, um, and transhumanists as a movement, both as in the art and the culture, are absolutely central to that. So in, in terms of our groups, we want to interact with people. We want, um, we want, uh, uh, to be, to be, uh, to be with other groups and talk to them and do events with them. And we just, we just, we just, uh, we want the community to, uh, to enjoy us. Um, and, and we want to enjoy them. Um, I think it was, um, Gene Roddenberry, who um who who created Star Trek, who said uh, uh that that um oh god let me let me make sure I'm let me pull it up um let me let me make sure that 
I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Gene Roddenberry here. Uh, uh, he he's talking about Star Trek here, but this is a great this is a great um, this is a great quote um, and, and something that is something that is central to this philosophy. Star Trek was an attempt to say that humanity will will reach maturity and wisdom on the day that it begins not just to tolerate but take a special delight in differences in ideas and differences in life forms. If we cannot learn to actually enjoy those small differences, to take a positive delight in those small differences between our own kind here on this planet, then we do not deserve to go into space and meet the diversity that is almost certainly out there. And that is that is a quote from Gene Roddenberry, and that is an amazing. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I, I actually agree with that quote like 100%. Yeah. Is once we when we once we stop and we start accepting, you know, each other's differences, you know, yeah. things will get better. Yeah, he did a variation on that quote. He said, "If man is to survive, he will have learned to take a delight in the essential differences, etc., between men and between cultures." Yeah, uh, he'll learn that those that those differences in ideas and attitudes are delight, part of life's exciting variety, and not something to fear. That's that's really that's really what the transhumanist ma- ma- uh, movement is about. Uh, we're kind of we're kind of going back into the first topic we talked about at, at the beginning of our show cycle, but that's really what this is all about. Um, and our and our events our events uh, um, at least at least the furry event the furry specific events are all about being ambassadors to that idea in our art and in our culture as furries. Sorry, Josh, I interrupted you. Oh no, you're absolutely great. You're you're great. I'm here lis- listening to to what you're saying, and I'm agreeing 100. <laughs> percent I appreciate that, Dago. Um, but yeah, uh, we've talked about we've talked about um, we've talked about small local events. I think what we're going to do for the next half hour is we're going to talk about furry conventions. We're going to take a quick break. Talk about furry conventions, and then for our last half hour, it's gonna get kinky. We'll be talking about the the adult events. So uh, buckle up, people. So we played some rhythm bastard. I think it's time for a little bark dango, and I got something special. This is from a furry game that I did the that I did the music to, um, and uh, it is one of my favorite favorite tracks it's called corrupted forest think think a, the the forest surrounding dracula's castle that was the whole vibe i was going for it is an 8-bit instrumental and um it uh, was for the game turn i recommend you go check out cora blue uh their artwork and of course their video game work it's amazing we'll be right back here with uh bark dango and josh the pup at uh, uh, Furry Palm Beach on Subculture Radio.
All right, friends, uh, we're going to play another track, and I actually, um, I, ha- I do have permission to play this because um, they're friends of they're friends of my uh, uh, station uh, on uh, Trek Radio um, that um, I don't normally talk about because um, uh, whole different whole different genre, whole different thing. Um, but um, I wanted to play for you guys a band called Warp Eleven, and if you haven't checked that, check these guys out. They are a lot of fun. Go ahead and check them out. Uh, Warp Eleven. They are very, very, very much an adult band. So like, don't don't play this for your kids. But uh, if you want a nerdy, if you not want a nerdy rock band that is just absolutely inappropriate, I definitely rec- uh, recommend uh, Warp Eleven. Here is their track, Red Alert. Since we were talking about Star Trek a little bit ago, here we go. Oh yeah. We'll be right back in just a bit.
Captain. Captain, are you there? Everyone's gone. <laughs> uh, if you're just joining us, that was Warp 11 with Red Alert. Uh, we've been talking about local furry events. Uh, we're going to be pivoting into furry conventions for this uh, second hour. And, of course, we'll be talking about adult events to close out the show. You're listening to Furry Palm Beach. I am Bark Dango here with Josh the Pup. We are on Subculture Radio. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Um, I hope you guys are having a great weekend and we'll have a good week to come. Oh, yeah. Funsies. So uh, my friend Josh the Pup was uh, was uh, uh, showing me a, uh, a VR furry convention, uh, Furrality Aqua. That's another thing. That's something else that we do. Um, furries do a lot of VR events and experiences together. Really fun. That is something that we can talk about. It's not specifically unique to furries, but we could get into that um, in addition to our in-person conventions. Um, oh my god, Ferality has 15,000 furries attending last year, or this year. That was crazy. That's bigger than, um, what was it? Uh, I, don't think, I don't think our in-person conventions have gotten that big, right? Have, have, our, have our in-person conventions gotten that big? Um, I'm not 100%. I'm actually looking up um, the closest one that we that just happened that is um, already seen that's, that's set up for next year, which is Megaplex, which is actually in Orlando. Yep. You know, Florida. Um, I'm trying to, trying to see if I could find the numbers for this year's. Uh, so, uh, Anthrocon attendance... In 2022 was 9,702, and MFF last year was 9,332. Both uh, Midwest Fur Fest in, in Chicago and Anthrocon in Pittsburgh vie for top spot uh, in terms of largest furry convention, if I recall. Um, it, we're actually down. Like, in 2019... Uh, Midwest Fur Fest was 11,000. So that was pre-COVID. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Yeah, our, our, between, between 2012 and 2017, fandom attendance at furry conventions has exploded. We're talking about, like, in 2012, these conventions were three to 4,000 people. Now, they are... 8,000, 9,000, before COVID, 11,000. It's pretty insane. Um, so let's see. Let, what, what did Anthrocon top out at? Anthrocon. Um, Anthrocon, Anthrocon, I think, has, has overtaken uh, Midwest Fur Fest. Not at their peak, but has overtaken it uh, this past year in terms of largest. I don't know. I don't know if they count it. Uh, if they count like largest convention per year, or if they do it like over five years, I don't know. Uh, but essentially, right now, Anthrocon is top spot. We'll see what happens in December when uh, Midwest Fur Fest comes back. I've always wanted to go to Midwest Fur Fest mainly because um, it's it seems like a really cool uh, uh, con. A lot of friends go to it, and um, 
Dad grew up in Chicago, and I've only been once when I was like three. So I, I, I kind of want to see Chicago again. Or I'd die of old age. But yeah, but these conventions are... A, a lot of people don't understand that these conventions do so much more than just host furries and and actually, you know, give them a space to interact. And they also raise money for charity yes. and events and things like that. That it's not talked about so much. No, the vast majority. Um, that's what that's what people don't understand is furries are are one of the communities that pay for art. One of the few communities that actually bother to pay for art. Um, and then and then on top of that, one of the communities that essentially. The majority, the vast majority of our conventions, with like a couple of exceptions, the vast majority of our large events are charity events. We raise money for cancer research, for wildlife funds, for uh, for for pet shelters, for um, for uh, uh, health care purposes. I guess I said cancer research. Um, we raise money for a variety of causes, both uh, both in in care of the environment, care of our animal friends, and care of Humanity. And that is something that really, like, um, you know, everybody makes the joke about suspiciously wealthy furries. <laughs> uh, we are your doctors, your lawyers, even, even policemen. Um, we have, we have neurosurgeons. We have geneticists. We have, we have, uh, uh, singers. We have artists in the community. And all of them are, all of them, the fandom informs what they do and why they do it. It is, Absolutely, um, really cool. I don't know what else to say about it except, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the only bad part is they doesn't get more recognition. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, uh, like, like everybody's like, what are you? It's like, we are the people raising more money than anyone else. Well, I don't want to say that because there's, there, uh, there's, 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 there's large, there's large donors and, and big events that raise money for charity. But we are, we are by far one of the big ones um, that are raising money for these kinds of things. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, Fur- furries are, furries are doing that. And our large conventions are essentially large charity fundraising events, amongst other things. Both, both, uh, they are they are essentially they are essentially not much different from a comic book convention, with the exception of it is very specific focus on our fandom and our community and the characters in it and the people in it. Um, uh, they are they are conventions by day and. Um, Raves by night. Which, by the way, for those of you who are party people, you have not been to a rave. I don't care if you've been to Ultra in Miami. You have not been to a rave until you've been to a furry rave. We party like no one else. And I know I'll admit to bias, but seriously, no. There is no there is no competition. Um... There is literally no competition as far as uh, as far as like furry raves. Oh dear. I don't I don't even I don't even know how to I don't even know how to put it. Um help me out, bud. Like you have you been have you you've been you've been to the to the to the dance parties at the at the cons. 
Yeah, but they're too wild for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're 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 a very you're a very chill doggo. They are wild. They I I've seen some crazy stuff, but uh, yeah, too too wild for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think I, we also booked like crazy acts at furry conventions. Like we had we had Essinger at um at FWA last year. We had the Mystery Skulls. Like like proper proper acts come to furry conventions. I don't know how we book them, but I think it's I think it's one of the few stereotypes of our fandom that are true. And I've I've mentioned this when we did the music show. Um, furries and EDM. It's one of the yeah. It just it just is. It's one of the ones. I can't, I can't, I, I don't know what else to say about it, except, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of how it goes. So what can you expect at a furry convention? Beyond fursuiters, you're going to find panels on, uh, obviously transhumanist art. You're going to find a- a- uh, panels on furry music. There are classical, classically trained furry musicians p- putting on concerts You've got um, you've got a you've got a, a variety of uh, you've got a variety of artists who do who do all kinds of amazing work. Uh, you got the popufers who are doing who are doing their videos and stuff and interacting with people. You've got things like silent disco going on, furry themed escape rooms, like all the best parts of Comic Con, but with a very very specific tilt. Well, there's a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be very, really, you know, oriented. Yeah. And essentially, when you have um, when you have a, a very specific focused con, and I can say this because uh, I've been to the Star Trek convention in Vegas, when, when it's focused on one thing, the community is a little bit tighter. It's a lot tighter. The, yeah yeah like like like, like uh, yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah because like it, it's the space you know yeah, oh, yeah yeah you're right i agree i agree with that yeah a hundred percent yeah um and the thing about it is that essentially like whereas whereas comic cons and even star trek cons are about are about the fandom itself and the and the characters on screen and things like that the furry fandom is about us so everybody's everybody's their own protagonist i guess right yeah in in that way absolutely in that way um we're all interacting with each other in kind of a i don't want to say a shared madness but a shared fantasy space but not a fantasy space a um, I sound like an airline pilot. Uh, welcome, welcome to Atlantic. It's a uh, balmy uh, ninety-two degrees today here uh, at um, uh, the airport, and uh, we'll be uh, landing shortly. Okay, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Where was I? Uh, <laughs> I'm. So- <laughs> so stupid. Uh, 
but essentially, yeah, no, everybody, everybody is, everybody is able to be themselves fully at a furry convention, and we are all very unique characters. Um, things that we kind of that we kind of put things that we kind of put away in our daily lives a lot. Um, I'm obviously like I'm a lifestyler, so I'm 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 not doing that, but um, you could let go. That's like the yeah. main thing is you're at a convention, you're at a place where I kind of have a, have a thing, like a little philosophy. It's like a little Vegas philosophy. What, what goes in a con stays in a con just because you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. You can interact with people in a way that you, mo- some of us can't do on their daily lives yeah. because, because essentially our inhumanity is not necessarily understood or welcome outside of that space because we're around people now who understand uh what what that what that inner inhumanity is and we can we can essentially be ourselves and that's what 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 our what our smaller groups are our smaller group events are about too essentially just 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 a little bit of furry to get you through the week you know yeah getting together with the pack it's a big deal to do that Furry conventions are the largest example of it. Um, it is essentially a weekend or a four-day long uh, party uh, with different kinds of workshops. I mean, we we have stuff we have stuff that's practical in there too. Like it isn't just um, it isn't just a uh, uh, you know yeah, it isn't just a. Uh, uh, Oh God, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, like it isn't just just fantasy. It's also it's also um, how to how how to how to leverage how to leverage your inhumanity and your fandom also 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 in your life. Um, how how um, oh I'm. Well, yeah, yeah, like the fandom is like you could leverage, uh, like you, you're basically leveraging you, the the fact that mm-hmm. you can be yourself, you can be around people that share the same interest. You know, you're not tied down to to any of the of the things that you may not be able to express. You can meet, you could go to panels and really learn and and explore more of your so persona by you know engaging with people yeah you can explore yourself um you can explore others and their and and who they are and what they're about um and it it is a it is a, a very it, it is very deep very very raw very human level of communication and community and that's something that is sorely lacking in our modern society and that's why furries have grown so much because essentially through our inhumanity we have become more human now i would say this for um, anybody listening that may decide to participate in a furry convention somewhere in the future please make sure you try to get a ground level room if you're going into a hotel because elevator highways elevator con well that's true of any convention thing 
they, you'll be stuck there for half an hour. It depends on the convention, on. yeah. But but essentially, like, just Furry Weekend Atlanta is an example. Like, um, the Con Hotel, it could take you half an hour to get to and from your room because essentially the elevator system in the in the Atlanta Marriott Marquis is the, just just literally the worst. So there are conventions in hotels that have less elevator issues, um, and then there are conventions. Um, convention uh, they have hotels that are next door. If there's a hotel next door, I will stay next door. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I do. It pays. It really does. Um, I think we did. Um, oh, did we? Did we stay at the Marriott Marquis when we when when, when you came with, or did we stay at the at, at the at the other hotel? Oh, at the Marriott. Okay, so I I I will I like like I have I have a better place to go. And I'm not going to mention it on air because I want people to get the idea. <laughs> I want like if any season, any season, um, any season for uh, a fur, um, yes. furry that attends any any cons will like, automatically try to search around. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're new, a word of advice. Yeah, try to get either a closer floor to the ground because. Or, depending or, on the conven- depending on the convention and how packed it is, yeah. you may see some or book delays. or book a room in an adjoining hotel or a hotel that is you know three hundred feet from from the convention. Essentially, you can you can walk to and from your hotel to the convention very quickly. Obviously, some cities are a little bit more dangerous than others, depending on where your convention is is. Uh, but. Um, Yeah, essentially, essentially, like it's it is more advantageous unless you're a fursuiter, unless you are very, very much specifically a fursuiter that you you don't want to be walking on the street. Um, it just pays. It pays to be a little bit further away. I if if there's an adjoining hotel though, then you can still do it as a fursuiter. It's easier. But um, yeah, let let the poor fursuiters have the rooms in the main hotel because they need it. They really do. Even though they have to wait at the at, at the elevators, they don't they don't necessarily have to be outside of the building, which is a, which is a plus, especially if they don't have handlers. Um, first time at a convention. Let's see. Um, take a little bit. Maybe arrive early if it's your first time. Like show up a day early. Get your bearings because things are things are going to get busy. Um. Get uh, familiarize yourself with the schedule. Uh, make friends. Make friends early before things get wild. If you if you haven't come with friends, um, if you are someone who is who is who is coming to a convention first time and you have friends that are furries, see if they'll come with you. You know, like it, it pays to have a guide. It really does, especially if somebody has been to the convention before. It it's a plus. It really is, um, because it is going to be a little bit of a culture shock to you. Um, and uh, just have fun. Don't 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 come with expectations of of a of a certain experience because you will be sorely disappointed or shocked. And the best thing that you can do with any convention, and this is not unique to furry conventions, but with any convention, is just to obviously make sure to have a plan so that you can hit the panels that you want to hit on the schedule. But apart from that, let the wind take you. 
fly away, fly so free, fly. What were we doing? What were we doing? You're flying <laughs> a little bit. I'm, I'm, I, I promise. I promise. I am stone sober. I have literally just had some caffeine because I'm, I'm drinking a cherry coke. It's bad for you, but whatever. You, you imagine? You imagine how messed up I'd be if I actually was on stuff that was bad for you. <laughs> you I don't have stuff. to imagine. Yeah. I don't have to imagine. <laughs> you don't have to imagine. <laughs> I appreciate the vote of confidence. Anyway, where were we? Uh, uh, thinking, thinking. I, I think we mo- we were moving on from the con. Yes, we were. Um, but I, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything for somebody who's never been or, or. Um, well, there's there's a like there's a host of oh. things. A lot of host of things that we that we could you know give advice on somebody that is new to a con. This is but a the general list would, one. The list would be long. Yeah, this is a general one though. Um, the six two one rule. Make sure that you're getting six hours of sleep, at least during the convention, because some people like to party. Like it'll, you should be at least getting six hours of sleep. Like I, I know it's less than than the normal amount, but you should at least be getting that so you're not in pain by the end of the con. Um, and you will be in party mode, so your body your body will probably be in, in, in it will be be more tolerant of less sleep for that period of time. But like like con biology is a thing. Like. Y- just the way that your body reacts to being in that environment is different. Your body's like, oh, we're in party mode. Um, so, yes, you should at least be getting a decent amount of sleep. Get six hours of sleep. Make sure you're eating two meals. Um, they don't have to be big meals, but you need enough calories to keep you going so your liver doesn't freak out. And please, no matter what else you do, Axe Body Spray is not a shower. Take one shower per day, minimum. And if you're fursuiting, more than one. You need to you need to shower before and after you fursuit. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Yeah, that 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 is an important rule. Yes, very important rule. Yes, um, that applies to every convention out there. <laughs> yes, not but, just furries conventions. But I figured that would be a good that would be a good thing to close uh, our uh, our furry yes. uh, our furry to- our furry convention talk on, and we'll. When we get more people, I would love to talk. I would love to talk specifically about conventions. We'll have to divvy it up with another topic. Topic. Um, we don't have to talk about one topic uh, uh, per show. We can. We can. We can split it up. We got time, which is nice. Um, and uh, I'm hoping next week to have the hypno show. I've been. I've been teasing this for 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 a long time, and of course, we're going to talk about hypno. And I've just been teasing everyone. <laughs> Um, I, I, I promise, I promise I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure to get that going, uh, so that, uh, you guys can enjoy, uh, 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 some of the, some of the discussion on uh, mind play, mind play in the fandom and mind play in general. It's going to, it's going to be fun. So I guess we'll be switching over to, uh, 
the adult? The adult, uh, the adult events? Anything? I mean, obviously, I'm gonna play a song, but but um, but what what can we tease? What can we tease? What can we tease our uh, our listeners with? No, nothing. All right, all right. I will, I will, I will get on with it and play um and play uh, uh you know. Some music. Let's see. I, I'm gonna play something else from Rhythm Bastard. Uh, some status quo radio. We'll we'll do a two for. We'll play it. We'll we'll play one of one of rhythms and one of mine. We'll be right back, everybody. You're listening to Furry Palm Beach on Subculture Radio. Big thanks to my buddy Josh who has joined me tonight. Uh, we are having a blast here in the DJ booth. i 
to Furry Palm Beach here on Subculture Radio. That was Boulevard Lights by yours truly. Um, talking about uh, talking about the COVID pandemic and uh, all places it closed and the before times. That was uh, that's uh, tracks uh, that tracks a little bit old now. Um, I do have to I do have to publish this stuff. I really should. <laughs> like I gotta I gotta get these tracks up on Spotify. It's gonna it's gonna happen. All right, so. We are now pivoting to our final aspect of the show. We're going to talk about adult events. Come closer and let me tell you about all of the debauchery. (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah, I ho- hope you guys enjoy my tunes. Um, as always, uh, you could support my uh, my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash BarkDango. That's one word, BarkDango, D-A-N-G-O, and of course, Bark, Arf. <laughs> um, definitely, definitely, uh, uh, if you, if you want to hear some more music, uh, you can, uh, you can support me there. Um, and, um, I've got, I've got a big update coming cause I've been doing, I've been working on some live stuff that I have not yet put on the Patreon, but that, that is coming. Um, I, I tend to, I tend to do large, <sighs> I tend to do large dumps. <laughs> like, uh, I'll try to get out a track a month, but, but sometimes, sometimes I'll just like, um, vanish for a month and then and then all of a sudden you'll get like three four tracks and you go bam <laughs> that's that's how it is sometimes um but uh but i got some cool stuff from my live sets we're gonna i'm, I'm, I'm gonna be posting that to the patreon coming up um i've gotta i've gotta record them uh, in and uh and that's gonna be fun um i'm also gonna be posting the video of the tiny gear concert that uh, frungy took so definitely definitely if you missed the tiny gear concert you weren't you weren't there Come on and and uh, come on and, and 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 pop into the Patreon. Um, I'll probably post like a snippet for for anybody who just wants to look, and then and then I'll put the whole thing up for uh, for patrons. Anyway, uh, big shout out to everybody who's uh, tuning in. Thank you guys. If you guys have made it this far, you are uh, a very very um, you're very very cool, and uh, have glad you'd enjoyed the show. Um, so. What kind of, of of adult events do furries do? So you know how there are regular kink events and stuff. Furries are present at, are, are a presence at a lot of kink events. Uh, you'll find us you'll find us in our own group. We do tend to kind of um, stick together. We we kind of stay stay in our own thing. Um, although although there is a lot of overlap with the pup play community and the pet play uh, in general community, pony kitty. Um, so, uh, I guess where should I begin? Because I essentially just kind of, just kind of went through it. Um, yep. Yeah, furries, furries, furries are not any more adult than any other group. Um, we often get, we often get a, 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 uh, a bit of a, a, a like like people people kind of call to the adult aspect of the fandom um as if that's what it is but that's not what it is the fandom is its own thing um we just happen to be adults and adults do adult things so in that vein we also do adult things you know now don't get me wrong like there are the the fandom is a general audience thing so there are there are there are very much toony safe for work things. We've touched on that in different parts of the show. What the fandom is about versus um, the adult the adult uh, subgroup or subgroups. Um, but um, but we are now going to talk specifically about the uh, the kink uh, the kink community the the furry kink community. And um, that is a loaded question because essentially it's not one community. Like the rest of the fandom, the furry kink community is five communities wearing a trench coat. Because there are a variety of furry kinks. And we are going to do a whole episode on furry sexuality because, oh my God, my God, 
Um, I don't even yeah. know where to begin. Sorry, Josh, go ahead. I don't know. I was going to say, yeah, um, that's the the biggest misconception about this fandom is that um, most most people that are that are are not aware of the fandom and not aware of the dynamic of the fandom not realize that the adult side and the you know savory, safe for work, you know, goofy side are completely in the independent entities. That one is not mutually exclusive to the other because. It all depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it, there's a lot of bad uh, press with the fandom because of that. Because they a lot a lot of people fix fixate on the adult side of things, not realizing that any other fandom doesn't matter what kind of fandom it is. It, it will have both sides, mm-hmm. and. That's something that, you know, as, you know, as furries, we try to educate people that, you know, there are, there are differences, you know. Yeah. You may have somebody that may be in both. You may have somebody that may be on just one. And when it comes to the kink side, it doesn't mean, you know, to the extreme, there's, you know, different levels of that, of that kink side to the community. Yeah. Because it, yeah, go ahead. So yes, um, that's that's the thing is that essentially people think of think of uh, our our that our animal persona um, is essentially some kind of thing. Um, essentially, when furries are very furry centric with their sexuality, um, we we may only associate with other furries at times. Uh, there are furries who only associate with other furries in that way. Um, there are furries who don't. There are furries who are very open. Um, but there is that inhumanity to us. That that we have animal personas, and we are, in, we are not human, at least the transhumanists among us, the, the Therians among us. Um, but but that, that inner inhumanity, even amongst the furries who don't identify, um, who are maybe maybe they're in pup play or maybe they're in some other kind of BDSM, um, and the kink community also at large has has uh, is very is very close to to base instinct during play. That's why there's subs. There's there's all kinds of things like that. Um, we are essentially connecting with that inhumanity in each other. Furries are only attracted, generally, to um, other elevated beings. Like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this as a rule. Like, there are bad actors in every community who are awful people, who are not welcome in our fandom, just like they're not welcome in other fandoms. But we're not going to talk about them right now. But I do want you to know that we are aware that there are bad actors in every community Ours included. Well, um, I, well, yeah. I did. I did. I just want to make make it clear that furries are attracted to humans. Asterisk in that it has to be an elevated being. So it can be another furry. They're like, as far as our kink goes, it very very furry specific kinks, um, like. 
paws is a very furry uh, uh, specific kink. But it isn't like your dog's paws. It's, um, you know, um, I don't know. You're here. Well, Josh's that, paws. You know? Well, this, this is where I, uh, what I was saying earlier that once you could become a furry, you start learning terminologies. Yeah. And when a furry touch talking about paws, they're not talking about paws. They're talking about hands. You know, oh, it's yeah. it's a language within itself. When you be when you enter this community, you learn a new language. You learn yeah. you learn new terminologies. Yeah, that the you very know, very specifically, like some random dude. I don't know, some guy named Bill. Not attracted to bills. Like, like I mean, obviously, there's there's also the ace community, and there are those of us who are ace and demisexual. Like furries, queer queer and trans are overrepresented in the furry fandom. So. Essentially, like there's a lot of us who are who are demi and ace, and but uh, those of you who are, is it the word arrow? Arrow? Not quite sure. Um, but anyway, that's... people people who are who are. Um... Well, this is what I was saying earlier: is that the just because it a lot of people relate to the kink community to just being to the extreme. There's the different levels of kink. There is, mm-hmm. you know, the kink where nothing, you know, nothing sexual happens. There, yes. are, there are different kinds of levels, like like hypno and things like that, that are basically just a different sensations to explore and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so furries will get together um, in in certain adult events, at least in, at least for our kink our kink and play events. Um, we'll get together to do hypno events and hypno play and BDSM kind and BDSM scenes, but with specifically our, um, our identities, our terminology and fursuit paws and furry paws, anthropomorphic paws are, are definitely a kink. Like you, when you're referring to paws, you, you're, you're referring to the paws of an elevate, of an, ele- of an elevated being, not to, so that's, it's very specific in how different it is from your from from your general BDSM and from and from um, human kink and human play because the terminology is very different even though the even though the concepts are the same. I, I realize we're starting we're starting to get away from events and more into the generals, but I feel like a good background just kind of to, to ch- touch on this. Um, am I am I missing anything, Josh? No, not really. Like it's uh, all of like the king side of of the furry fandom. Mm-hmm. It really melts in. There's no like clear line, like dividing line, because all kings kind of mm-hmm. melt together slowly. Like they have overlay. Yeah. That's why you have a lot of different variations within um, furry kings. You know, you have a large variety that meld into other stuff that you can actually, you know, start going into one subject and end up in a different subject. Um, when if, when we have events, it's usually um, a lot of, most of the events are usually, you know, not, they don't get too crazy because it, you, you know, there's different, different levels. You know, you could be at a, you could be at a bar and have an event there where everybody is dressed up a little bit 
you know, kinky mm-hmm. in the sense of you're wearing your persona, but at the same mm-hmm. time, a little bit more of in the king of the tra- kinky traditional, kind of like a little bit out there where it'll turn heads. Or you could just be at a regular event, you know, a drag show where you're watching a performance, but you're also part of the scene where, you know, people are, can interact with the performers, but yeah. also you, you're you part of the audience, so you're there to also interact. We get together at the clubs, we get together for the drag shows, we get together to do um, pretty much everything that everybody else is doing. Um, we'll also hold furry furry dance parties, furry raves, um, furry play sessions, or we'll or we'll be in a group in in um, in a larger event that is not necessarily furry centric, but we're there because we're part of the community. Um, we're just a very specific part of the community. And when and the overlay with like pet play. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, know, yes, I'll, that's a whole different. There's there's it's a whole different genre. It's a whole different. Oh yeah. You know, headspace, but they overlap. So you will have uh, people that are into pet plays, but are also furries, and you also have people that are into pet play but not furries. Oh yeah, it's there's a lot of overlay with a lot of kinks out there, and this is why I say is that the furry fandom, just like with most fandoms, are have two divisions, which is the safe work, kind of the goofy, friendly, where everybody interacts. And then you have the adult side. You, Every fandom out there has their adult side. Mm-hmm. The difference between the furry fandom is that it has mm-hmm. gotten into the media's eye and it has gotten a bad rap because it's yeah. bu- it has been viewed. People think that those, the that those eyed, people the think that eyes. these events and these playthings are what we're about. No, we're just adults and we do these things because adults do adult things. They are they are no. not they are they are literally only one thing of of no. a of something that is much much larger and much more complicated. Why? Because this, it is very much a a an no. entire culture. It is not we call it the fandom, but it really is an entire culture, which is why we're on subculture radio. Here we are. <laughs> this is what we're talking oh, yeah. about. We're talking and- about essentially a, a culture a modern culture that ha- that is currently budding and and growing inside the larger the larger western culture that is something and, impressive and in regards to the bad eggs in every community there's always going to be bad eggs and bad interpretation of things because mm-hmm. there are people out there that are that are bad eggs mm-hmm. That are, yeah, you know, those that we don't talk about. But yeah, the, at the same time, they're not part well, we of our do, community. We do talk about them. We talk about yeah. them in in making sure that our that as a community, both safe for work well, and, yeah, and generally, but also, but also when we do our adult scenes and our adult spaces, we are in we are fostering because that's what our community is about: is a safe environment for our members and for the community at large. So even in our adult spaces. We are, we are, we do have these these hard conversations, and we make sure um, to to remove people from our communities that engage in bad behavior or are are using our imagery and our transhumanist movement as a cover for their own issues. Yeah, yeah. For like, lack of a better term, because the, 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 the concerns are varied. And this is where 
education of mm -hmm. understanding the fandom and actually engaging, yeah. you know, asking questions for those that are not part of the fandom is, is it's important because they will get the bad interpretation of, of something which is highly incorrect because those that are those bad eggs will try to yeah. portray themselves as part of our community when they're not. We are, they are absolutely not part of our community. And um, but I mean and, that's that's yeah. that's a whole other conversation. That's that's oh, yes. that's a that's a tough one to have. Um, we'll definitely we'll do, we, we 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 should definitely do a show on that as well. Um, but within within yeah. the very kinky space is oh yeah, pop can players. Be, it can it it can be for for somebody first entering to that space. It can be very um, interesting. Because you're learning about different sensations, you're learning. Well, about it's cathartic. Things. You're 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 just just like with general BDSM, you're tying into your inner inhumanity, that inner the in, the your inner self at a, at a primal level, and um, we're a little different than most. We're wired a little differently, uh, um, especially those of us who are Therian and who identify like. Um, uh, that is that is one thing that that the reason the, the pup community and the kitty play and the pony play and the other pet play communities did did not originate with the furry fandom. But the reason why there are there's so much overlap nowadays is because those truths are so tied together. They are so they are so um, universal amongst our amongst our groups um, and why why the kink community has embraced the furry community, particularly lately. Um at events and in general. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, you know, you, it, everything, all kings have, it, they evolve. Yeah. You know, if you go back 20, 30 years, to, you know, good while back, mm -hmm. the community that we knew today, that we know today yes. wasn't the same as back then. And that goes for all communities. Yeah. It's that constant evolution of, of new of new terms, new ideologies that always are constantly evolving. It's so true. And in that in that aspect of the kink community, it can really give rise to a lot of new interesting experience and connections that a lot of people don't realize. And yeah. they are afraid that some some people may be afraid of exploring the unknown, but once you start exploring you become like this kind of like this explorer in outer space yeah. where every time I will you say find this. something new. I will say this. A kink event is not a good time to approach a group of furries. We of are not. we are doing our own thing. We are we, we may we may find someone cool and, 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 and include them, but a lot of times you want to get to know us before something like that. Uh, we're we're much more open in our in our general events because that's what we're about. When when it comes to that kind of play, you got to know us first. <laughs> Generally, um, that's not to say that's true of every furry. We are all individuals. We are all very different. That is why it's that is why it's a culture and not necessarily what we use as a term, which is fandom. Um, well, I, you also have those um, those very light kink events yeah. that are oh yeah, kink socials. Like those at, are great. Yeah, kink socials that um, are in that those. Are, th th 
Those are great for asking questions and exploring. Doggo, we are we are out of time, so I, um, okay. we're gonna we're gonna have to close it up. But we will definitely talk more about this because the the it liter- literally it's about to bounce us. Thank you for joining us. We will see you guys next time. Have a great night. This has been Furry Palm Beach on Subculture Radio. It's now time for your imminent doom. In three, two. Like obedient little insects.